How many of you know we serve an awesome God? Amen. Praise the Lord. It's a blessing to be in the house of the Lord this morning. I'm going to get right into my message this morning. We're going to start out in the book of Luke this morning, chapter 15. Very familiar verse and chapter to many of you, but I want to bring out something, amen, that I believe is God is speaking to us this morning and preparing us to be effective in the way that God has called us to be effective in the kingdom of God. Amen. How many of y'all want to be the most effective you can be? Amen. Starting out in Luke chapter 15, in verse 11, and I want us to look at this story of the prodigal son real quick. And I know you've probably, some of you have heard this preached a hundred times, but I believe God's going to give us fresh revelation this morning. Amen. Starting in verse 11, if you haven't, say amen. And he said, a man had two sons. The younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the share of the estate that falls to me. So he divided his wealth between them. And not many days later, the younger son gathered everything together and went on a journey into a distant country. And there he squandered his estate with loose living. Now when he had spent everything, a severe famine occurred in that country. And he began to impoverish. So he went and hired himself out to one of the citizens of that country, and he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he would have gladly filled his stomach with the pods that the swine were eating, and no one was giving anything to him. But when he came to his senses, he said, How many of my father's hired men have more than enough bread? But I am dying here with hunger. I will get up and go to my father and will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me as one of your hired men. And so he got up and came to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion for him. Let's go to the Lord in prayer this morning. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you today in the name of Jesus. Father, I just pray, God, that you speak to your people this morning. Father, release a fresh anointing upon this service, upon my life. God, use me to bring a word that can empower us to go forward for your kingdom. Forgive us for all of our sins, Lord God. Wash us, cleanse us, and cover us in your son's precious blood. Father, as I decrease and you increase this morning, speak Holy Ghost. We need you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, give the Lord a hand praise, amen. I want to, my topic this morning is the dream of a son. I want to talk to you about the dream of a son this morning. You know, the Apostle Paul 
in the book of 1 Corinthians, there was a scripture there that he had shared with the church of Corinth. And, it, and he read like this. It says, even though you have 10,000 teachers, even though you have many tutors, a version says, in Christ, you do not have many fathers. For in Christ Jesus, I became your father through the gospel. And so as I talk to you about the dream of a son this morning, what I want to begin to talk about is sonship. Sonship. See, this is something that is so important when it comes to the, the furthering of the gospel, when it comes to the kingdom of God going forward, amen? How many of y'all know it's important that we have sons in the Lord? Can I get an amen? Not only sons, but I'm talking to the daughters here this morning as well. God is good, amen? You know, when we talk about fathers, we have a, a heavenly father, we have a spiritual father, which Paul is talking about. We have a biological father. Some of us even have a father-in-law. Amen. And then we have a father or a founder, amen, of a movement or of a fellowship. Are y'all with me today? But fathers are something that are extremely important in the lives of people amen are y'all with me today and fathers are also something that is significant to success amen and and I want to talk about the relationship between a father and a son today amen and this is something that is so crucial. And, and I, I want to share this, start out by sharing this. One thing we need to know is that it's okay to want to be successful. Is anybody in here want to be successful? It's okay to want to be successful. It's okay to want to take the land for Jesus. Amen. It's okay to want to open up. It's okay to want to do what your pastor's doing. It's okay to even want to get married, amen, and start a family. And it's even okay to desire, amen, to receive your inheritance. But one thing I want to share with you this morning is that it's crucial that we do it in the right way and at the right time. Are y'all with me today? In the right way. And at the right time. You know, I'm going to jump over and talk about sonship for just a minute. Amen. When we talk about sonship. Amen. A son is a descendant here. With parentally uh, inherited. That one that inherits. Amen. Something from the father. But one thing that we begin to have challenges with and we begin to see here uh, as we jump right into this scripture in, in chapter 15, amen, is that when it comes to sonship, that's something that uh, can begin to be challenged in a, in a mighty way. You know, just like uh, 
when it comes to following, how many of y'all know the enemy is going to come and attack, amen, you being able to follow? He'll come and try to put a wedge between you and your pastors or your leaders. He'll try to create an offense that you have in your life. Amen. He'll try to put a wedge there to where you can't receive the very word that's coming across the pulpit. Amen. Even though God is using that man or woman of God as the mouthpiece. Amen. For God. Are y'all with me today? See, the enemy is always going to attack. Amen. In that area. In the area. Amen. That is going to be challenged. Amen. When it comes to sonship is the ability to follow the ability to submit, and the ability to be obedient to the Father. Now Paul said this, Paul said, amen, that you have many tutors. You have many people that have taught you, but you only have one Father. How many of y'all know we need a spiritual Father, amen? Come on, somebody in the Lord. We need somebody to begin to father us. And what we begin to see right here in chapter 15, amen, right from the beginning of the text, we see the younger son, amen, falling short from his critical attitude of sonship. It was being challenged from right off the bat, amen. See, I want you to know this, that, that amen, your ability, amen, to operate as a son is going to be challenged or a daughter right off the bat, but that's where you've got to know who you are. Are y'all with me today? God is good, amen? You know, when we think about it, none of us, amen, whether physically or spiritually, came to be what we are today all by ourselves. We didn't come to be what we are today all by ourselves. There was somebody that took the time to begin to impart in us. There's somebody, amen, that began to disciple us. There's somebody that began to pour into us, amen, something to begin to prepare us to be what it is. What we are today. Are y'all with me today? So in other words, we were all in one way or another begotten by somebody. Are y'all with me today? And these somebodies who God used to birth you or to birth things in your life are the ones that we call fathers. But see, sometimes, amen, what begins to happen is we begin to uh, have uh, something uh, that it really is a hindrance to us, something called a little bit of success. See, God begins to raise us up. Amen. God begins to anoint us. And God begins, amen, to equip us because of what our Father, amen, imparted into us. Hello, somebody. And all of a sudden, we begin to forget where we came from. We begin to forget, amen. Some of the most important things. Are y'all with me today? So we see here the challenge of following and submitting and obeying right from the very beginning. 
And this is what he said. He demanded, he said, amen, give me my share of the estate. In other words, give me my inheritance. You need to give me what, uh, what, what belongs to me. I've been here serving. Hello, amen. I've been here, uh, you know, uh, uh, giving of myself, and, and I deserve something. Where, where's my salary at? What am I getting out of this deal? See, I'm going to tell you right now, there is an inheritance that's coming, but there's a specific time, amen, for that inheritance to be released in your life. And sometimes we begin to jump the gun, amen, and we begin to say, you know what, give me what is mine. Amen, I want my inheritance now. And God's on the brink of beginning to release that in your life, amen, but it's for an appointed time, amen. It's for an appointed season that God is going to release it. It's okay to desire your inheritance, amen, but you've got to know that it's at the right time. Are y'all with me today? Somebody say the appointed time. And so sometimes what happens is we begin to lose sight of our sonship and some of us begin to operate in the spirit of a hireling. See, it's important that we begin to remember that we are sons. We've got to begin to remember where we came from. We've got to begin to remember, amen, those that imparted into us. We've got to begin to remember, amen, where the anointing is transferred down from. We've got to begin to remember where the vision came from. We've got to begin to remember, amen, how we got where we are today, amen. And oh my God, if y'all only understood this. And the enemy will attack this constantly. And if we begin to have success... And the first things he does is he makes us impatient. Anybody ever been impatient before? Man, they're, hey man the pastor's holding me back. They're, I could be more successful on my own. But you didn't know that the reason that you were where you were is because you stayed in line with what God had for your life. And you stayed up underneath the covering. Amen. And so God began to take you there. You didn't know that those blessings that were being released were becoming because of your obedience. And because you were in line with God through your spiritual father. Amen. You didn't know that. And the favor of God was on your life. You thought it was because you were super spiritual. See, we begin to get to where we can preach a little bit, amen. We begin to have some success. We begin to have some church members coming in our church, and all of a sudden we begin to forget how we got where we are. This young man began to get impatient. See, the scripture says in Ecclesiastes 3 and 1, there's a time for everything, a season for every activity under heaven. And one thing we've got to realize is God has beforehand planned everything in the universe down to the detail, amen? Are y'all with me today? You know, as we look at Jesus, he was a great example. He came to do the will of the Father. His whole goal was to please his father. How many of y'all want to please your father, amen? 
How many of y'all know it's not wrong to want to please your spiritual father? Come on, somebody. Because how many of y'all know usually when you're pleasing to him, that means you're probably pleasing to your heavenly father. Come on, somebody. Because God has given you fathers and pastors, amen, after God's own heart. Sometimes we get impatient. You know, and sometimes we get a little bit independent. We start getting that independent spirit. You know, like teenagers. All of a sudden you can't tell them nothing. All of a sudden you can't speak into their life. All of a sudden you can't rebuke them. You can't correct them. There's no, you know, they start believing the lie of the devil and saying, amen, that, they, that you, you don't have nothing to offer them. The devil is a liar. Because they can quote a few more scriptures. But can they live it? It says, not long after the younger son set off for a distant country. Amen. God is good, amen. The Lord is good. I want to impart some stuff to you about sonship. You know, one thing we've got to realize, and I, you know, I always think back to the story of the centurion soldier where he begins to tell Jesus, he says, you know what, I, he says, I'm a man of authority, but I'm also a man that's under authority. (laughs) See, we've got to remain men and women that are of authority, amen, as God raises us up and begins to use us, amen. But we've got to begin to remember that we're also under authority. And as long as we stay under that authority, amen, then that divine blessing is going to be released in our life. And that anointing is going to be released in our life. Amen. That favor is going to be released in our life. But when we begin to fall for the tricks of the enemy and the lies of Satan, amen, and we begin to, amen, forget where we came from, we begin to get out of line. And then we wonder why we begin to struggle. You know, when we talk about the purpose of sonship, it's for training into the impartation of the Father. Are y'all with me today? Fathers and sons have great spiritual obligation. Amen. And the pass and, and, and the thing is, is to pass on their divine inheritance. Because how many of y'all know inheritance is transferred generationally? Are y'all with me? A father carries what belongs to the next generation unless conditions, amen, are right relationally. That transfer cannot be effective. See, some of us are missing the blessing of what's being transferred to the next generation because we're uh, out of line relationally.
And we may be saying all the right things, but how many of y'all know our heart may be somewhere else? And we may even be doing all the right things in front of them, amen. But the reality is, amen, is what we're murmuring and complaining about, amen, whenever we're alone or we're somebody else. See, that's why God, it says that God judges the intentions of the heart. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Are y'all with me today? So the purpose of sonship is to carry forth and communicate a father's spirit and a father's vision. How many of y'all know we have a vision in this house? Amen. How many of y'all know we have a vision in this fellowship? We have a vision in living word. Amen. To plant churches. Amen. To plant homes, amen, to launch out, amen, people that will take the land for Jesus, amen, to begin to open up, to reach the lost, to reach the hurting, to reach the broken, amen, to reach, to teach, to mend, and to sin. We've got a vision here, amen, and if we're sons and daughters in the Lord, then we've got to begin to run with that vision. That vision's got to be in our heart, amen, that vision has got to be what drives us, amen. Because it's the vision of the Father. And when we get in line with that, you're going to begin to see God move in a mighty way. Are y'all with me today? You know, that's even something in the natural. People have a business. And they want one of their children to take over the business. And run with it. Are y'all with me today? We want our spiritual sons and daughters and even our, uh, our, our biological sons and daughters to take the vision and run with it. And you want to know the blessing about it? Is that it's God's vision too. Somebody say run with it. God is good, amen. Your destiny is tied to your father's. And his spirit goes with you wherever you go. You know, that's really something exciting. Because there's a great anointing upon Pastor Ruben's life. There's a great anointing upon Pastor Edgy's life. There's a great anointing upon Pastor Anthony's life. There's a great anointing, amen. And we get to carry that with us. When we're in line relationally with God and with our spiritually fathers. Are y'all with me today? Now I'm going to give you a few nuggets and then I'm going to shut it down. I want to share with you how to excel as a son or daughter. The first thing is, is that you have to have the right perspective of yourself as a son. And then you've got to discover or know or recognize and honor your father. If you want to excel, if you want to succeed. Amen. You've got to have the right respect of yourself. This is what Romans 12, 3 says. For through the grace given to me, I say to every man among you, not to think more highly of himself than he ought to be. But rather think of yourself with sober judgment in the accordance with the measure of faith God has given you. You know, the Bible says, amen, that a student is not greater than his teacher. You may have a bigger church. Amen. You may be able to preach better. Hello. 
But God will always give your spiritual father one up on you. Hello. Or he'll humble you. Hello. God is good, amen. The next thing is, amen, maintain moral integrity and protect your faith. A sound relationship with those to whom God has divinely connected you to is too important to give a mere lip service. So in other words, you've got to work at it, amen, because as a son, you're a builder, more or less, amen, of the future generation. To stand or to fall depending on what you say and what you do. In other words, if you're a son, you don't want to just live any kind of way. You're not going to be playing around in sin. Because you know that you are the next generation of what's going forth. Amen. Come on, somebody. You're going to walk and operate in integrity. And you're going to protect your faith. Because there's something important, amen, that's going to be released into you. And what are you going to do with it? It depends on you. It depends on us, amen, what's coming forth in this next generation. These sons and these daughters that are coming up. And we've got to understand leadership and receive the spirit of sonship. He says, for you have not received the spirit of slavery leading to fear. But you've received the spirit of adoption. God is good, amen. And then you've got to know and own the ways of your father and you've got to defend him. How many of y'all are defending your spiritual father? Or how many of y'all throw him up underneath the bus? First chance you get. Are y'all with me today? And then... You've got to maintain a close proximity to a father and submit yourself under his authority. You've got to maintain a close proximity. Sometimes we begin to get to where we have some success. And we begin to go try to do it on our own. And God will let us run for a little while. He'll let you run for a little while. Then all of a sudden you'll start running in your own strength. Then you'll start running, amen, and amen. All of a sudden it gets hard to preach. You're having trouble getting revelation. Are y'all with me today? Because you forgot where it's coming from. As, we, as I begin to close, I just want to share with you the importance, amen, of sonship. God is good, amen. And the last thing is to receive and operate in your Father's anointing. Praise the Lord. Come on, let's give Jesus Christ a hand praise in this house, amen. Come on, y'all can do better than that. Give Jesus some praise in this house. Father, Pastor Anthony Andrews is going to come share, amen. <laughs>